Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. If you're listening on your Apple device or Spotify or any of those places, you can give us a rate and review. Go and do that for us. It is much appreciated. It helps us grow and all that sort of fun stuff. Now, we know the Pelicans played today. They played the Detroit Pistons and secured after a flogging of the Suns by the Celtics, top spot in the West. And because you can't celebrate alone, I mean, it's it's sad to be sitting on here alone, I have asked the great Aiden Ladocki, we've had him before in the uh, in the Oz, All Aussie podcast, and he's agreed, after some arm twisting, to come back on and celebrate with me today. Aiden, how are you going, mate? Welcome back to the show. It's great to have you here. Not sure. Uh, not sure. The great is probably the word I'd look for with myself. But uh, no, going good. Pretty happy. Always happy on a Pell's win. Um, how can you not be happy on a Pell's win, even though it was an ugly win? But hey, a win's a win. So, like you say, we don't look back at them at the end of the year and see how close they were. Uh, as long as it gets us into the playoffs, who cares? Exactly right, and like you said, it wasn't pretty, it wasn't pretty at all, but uh, you take that W and you put it straight in the other wing columns amongst the uh, the pretty ones and the not-so-pretty ones, and at the end of the year we say, well, we won 50 times or we won 40 times, or however many times it is, uh, and you know, people are going to analyse everything, but at the end of the day, I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty, uh, so good result, the Pelicans defeating the Detroit Pistons 104-98 to uh, at the Smoothie King Centre. And honestly, like you said, not a pretty game at all. Uh, the Pelicans came out slow, uh, despite everyone asking, please come out fast. Um, and they jumped out to an early seven-point lead. Uh, it wasn't until really the second quarter where the defence got going. And we sort of clamped them, um, keeping them to 15 points in that quarter. And, and when you do that, you can see the quality of the team. And we've got these great defenders. Have you got any thoughts on, on the defenders that we've got on this roster at the moment? We seem to have an absolute uh, 
you know, plethora of them, I guess, with, with a few of the guys. Yeah, I mean, oh, you, you, I mean, you lose Herb, and mm. you lose Herb at the starting lineup, and you're like, oh no, you know, like, like how are we going to discard these these star players on these other teams, you know? And after it was especially because it was straight after the, uh, pretty much after the OKC game where he just yeah. locked up SGA, and he, it was like, wow, okay, Herb's back, you know. But then he, we lose him, and it's like, what are we going to do here? And then, and the Dyson comes in, and and We've seen what Dyson could do off the bench. Like we knew what he was going to be able to do, and then he comes in, and it's like, wow, this this is an elite off the ball defender. You know, this help the help defense, the the smartness that he can do, the the way he can position himself to go. Okay, you know, if, if Larry comes out of the comes out of the paint, you know, he can position himself into the into the paint and then get back out at the right time. It's just it's pretty incredible, and then. The other good defender at the moment is Najee. I mean, Najee's got a... He has just been killing it. And to have that size and that, as they all kind of say, the, the dog in you, because he's got a bit of dog in him. And he showed today when he backed up Zion after uh, after a few uh, hard fouls. Um, no, it's, it's, the team's come a long way. and Everyone's, everyone's playing defense, really. I mean, everyone's... They might not be great at it, but they're, they're trying. They're trying to play defense. And Zion's, even Zion's stepping up and playing a bit of defense and showing us those Duke blocks that he was he was able to do back then, you know? So Yeah, and I think that has been the big change in, I suppose, mentality. Even from, you know, Willie Green sort of breaks the season up into 10 games, 10 games, 10 games. And you look at the first 10 and, you know, we dropped a couple that we probably should have won. Um I don't know, you, you learn from those mistakes and then you start playing like this and all of a sudden, longest winning streak in the league at the moment, active winning streak with five wins, most wins in a row for a, for a very long time, 2017 or something, I think was the, the stat that they were saying in the broadcast. But when you, I, I think that comes down to having that versatility in different lineups and different defenders being able to switch. You know, we can play big, we can play small and having everyone buy into the defensive schemes. Like you said, Zion's playing great defense at the moment, seeing that um, yeah, that college spring that, it, that you know he was renowned for. A couple of those blocks uh, in today's game where he was just about leaping above the, the backboard, swatting it over the, from the weak side. And that just gets you up and about because we know what he can do on the offensive end. But when he unlocks that defensive um, nous as well, gosh, look out because... No one is safe. Uh, he, he is an absolute force. And yeah, so speaking of Zion, what we've seen is this complete transformation, I guess, on both ends of the floor. We knew he was an offensive force. We're now witnessing this, uh, I suppose, resurgence on the defensive end that we knew from his college days. Uh, what is your thoughts on, on Zion being, particularly after, you know, those massive uh, plays too small, getting hacked out the air, all that sort of fun stuff. What have, what have you seen from him? I've seen, I've seen a guy who's worked on his passing game. Um, he's always a good passer, but okay. I think he's he's definitely worked on um, passing it into those tight gaps a bit better, um, trusting his teammates a little bit more. Uh, he's not as, yeah, he's not as ball dominant. He he is uh, getting off the ball quicker. He's making those decisions quicker. Um, he's not kind of um, 
fart assing around with the ball up the top of the key. He's kind of doing the through the leg dribble straight in. You know, he'll just make that decision. He knows. And I think there's a few times where it's just like, oh, if I go in and the pass doesn't make it, well, doesn't make it, whatever. You know, and the, it's not a bad thing. You know, it's better than just sitting up there and dribbling for 17 seconds and then taking it to the hoop and nothing's coming of it. So um, I've seen that. I've seen defensively, okay, he's not, he might not be, he's not the best defender. We all know that. Yeah. But he's trying. Yeah, and I think that's, that's what you can just ask for everybody. Just try. Move your feet on defense. Get in the, get in the position. You know, don't just stand still. Don't look away from your man. Stay in front of your man. I mean, he's just doing all of the basic things that you should be learning when you're a kid, which he would have learned, and he's just he's doing that, and um, it's it's helping. And then when he he has that confidence, and once or twice a game he can get up and go for those big blocks. I mean. Why not? Just oh, go exactly for him. Right. And, he's, and he's going for him, right? He's going for him. If, if he's not getting him, he's not getting it. But he's up there. And it's pretty incredible when you can see him go up in height. Like, the man can fly. The man, those Jordans, whew, they're making him fly. I tell you what, he, he, he looks like he floats when he gets up there. And the hang time is, is incredible. Um, there's mm. someone such as myself that just cannot get off the ground at all, have no verticality whatsoever. Uh, he is just an unbelievable athlete. And the fact that he can just sort of hang up in the air, wait for the ball and send it off into the second row. Or we saw an awesome put back today uh, where he sort of waited for the ball just to come off the rim and then smashed it back in. And I mean, there's not many players in the league or in the world that could, could really um, get anywhere close to what he's doing on the court in game. Um, one thing you touched on was his passing ability. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head. That is something that, while we knew he could do it, we didn't know he was quite as you know uh, great at finding people as he has been. We had those close to triple-doubles the last couple of games. Uh, you know, Every single time, he's got that um, ability now that I'm going to get in there and, and give it a bash to see if I can get it in. If nothing opens up, there's no crease that opens up, I'll find that open man. And I think the big beneficiaries have been guys like Trey Murphy, of course, but even guys like Najee Marshall, Dyson Daniels have been shot ready. And when you've got guys like that, uh, Jose Alvarado as well, in that big 38-point game the other day, when these guys are shot ready, they're just doing warm-up jumpers because the whole defense has collapsed onto Zion and that gravitational pull that we, we talk about is on full display. And then all of a sudden, you've got these guys that career-wise probably didn't have, you know, great three-point shooting uh, percentages. But then you look what you were missing. You didn't have that pull that gave these guys those open looks. Uh, so, I mean, that's obviously excluding Trey Murphy. He's always been good, but he's gone to another level. And, and speaking of Trey, another 20-point game today. I think that's four 20-point games in a row or just about close enough, averaging about 20 points over the last four games. He's taken another step as that starter in, in B.I.'s absence. Uh, any any thoughts or comments on, on Trey Murphy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a star. He's a star player. Um, he's, yeah, he's still got a little bit of growing to do. He's still got a bit of filling out to do. Um, defensively, he's going to get sharper defensively. He's already yeah. one of the better defenders. He's not our best defender. He's one of the better ones. He can, obviously, I think down the line is going to be the 
the future five probably, but um, I just think the the range he has, that range is just crazy and it just helps so much with opening up the floor and then <laughs> he's going to take someone soon. He's going to just take someone to that rim soon and I feel sorry for that person because it's like, it's just like every game, he's just, it's like that rim is just, gave him the shits before he started and he's just like I'm taking the anger out on this on this hoop um, but no I think like today like five rebounds five assists like like five assists for Trey Murphy like yeah like what is that <laughs> where, where, where do they even come from like that's 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 pretty amazing because like you don't think of a Trey Murphy to get five assists you know and he's obviously doing the right things he's he, listening to Willie, he's obviously listening to the coaching staff and um, he's taken it on board and I think he's he's bought he's he's bought in as well. Everyone's everyone's buying in and um, um yeah the I, I don't know. This 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 guy's he he's got all star potential, he's got M V P potential. So Oof I would there's like, the there's the hot take. He, um, he does, he really does. I mean yeah. what what he does on the court right now is what like he shoots like Steph Curry. Yeah. He's got the range of Steph Curry and Trey Young. Mm. You know, he can take the ball to the to the hoop with the best of them. Mm. I mean, you you put the deep defense in there, and next minute he's just an all round player. You know? Like why he, he could probably sit there and score thirty points a game. If he yeah. if he was if we didn't have Zion, he could probably do that if he was getting most of the most of the uh, most of the shots. So, yeah, that's my and I think, on him. yeah, honestly, <laughs> um, you know, he has all the tools to be a fantastic player, and probably the saddest thing is, is that will it happen with the Belligans? That's the disappointing thing is that it's almost like sometimes these these players that have the potential to be great can't do it because of the people in front of them. You know, as soon as Brandon Ingram comes back, Trey heads back to the bench, while. All that does is bolster the reserves. You also lose that momentum that he's got being playing thirty-five minutes a game, and um, I think what we have managed to see in these last few games is a guy take that step again and realize when it's his turn to go, he's going to go. And you know, in winning time, he's there every time. There's that back-breaking three that we need that other teams have done to us so many times. He's that guy now. We saw it tonight. Uh, he had a massive three. Uh, Killian Hayes, I think, came back and um, and hit one straight back. But it was the exact shot that we needed at that time to just say, nope, we're going. And then Zion comes into the game. We we close it out. And, and you know, the rest is history. You bank that, that ugly win. But he's been like that the last few games. Every time you need a big shot, Trey Murphy gives it to you. And... I mean, I can't fault the kid. I think he's done a really, really good job. Um, Dyson. Dyson Daniels. 19 years old, out of Victoria. I won't hold it against him, but he um, <laughs> he uh, has been playing fantastic. Another starter in place of Herb. Uh, everyone's raving about him in, in the post-games. Anytime anyone speaks about him, like, he's calm, he, he's collected, he can control the pace of a game, he knows when to... to um, go fast, knows when to go slow, uh, defends the living daylights out of it. What are your thoughts been on the, the young Australian? It's easy to cheer for when he's, when he's your countryman. The, f- the first thing that comes to mind, it was one of the spaces a couple 
I think it was the Spaces, or it might have been the Boot Crew guys talking there, yeah. doing their after after game thing. And one of them brought up, it was just like, Dyson just came in, he just came in cold and just shot a corner three. And, mm. you know, it's like, you don't see that many times. And you just, I just felt like, I just, in my head, I'm like, mate, he's Australian. <laughs> like, he would have came in, gave zero, you know, what's. <laughs> And it would just been like, I don't care. I'm in the corner. I'm open. And he yeah. would have just shot that. And if he missed it, and the beauty thing is, if he misses it, he's not given up the three on the other end because he can defend it. So he knows, like, hey, if I if I miss this, I'm not going to be losing points down the other end if I miss this. So that's why he came in and just took it because he can back it up on the defensive end. But um, defensively, yeah, yeah. The, all I had to see was the Lakers game. As soon as yeah. he came in and he locked up, he. He um, uh, did he steal? He stole the ball yeah, from he LeBron. Stripped it. Yeah, he, he stripped, stripped it from LeBron, and then I think there was a couple of plays later. LeBron tried to do it again to him, and I don't know if he forced the miss or LeBron threw it out of bounds. I can't yeah, remember. Now. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, but that's, um, right. that's all I need to see. And and he's just done that every game since then. He's just shown that he doesn't care who you are. He's an Australian. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm not trying to like yeah. boast us over here, but we don't. We honestly don't. Like that's all we do when we play juniors over here, and and now with with us playing just random pick up on a Monday night, it's all about defense. And we don't care who you are, you know. Yeah. We can't shoot the ball. Yeah, <laughs> we just play defense, and yeah, that's all. I I, I just need to see. I I seen that game, and I was like, huh. he's just done it to LeBron, who's pretty much twice the size of him, like muscle wise. <laughs> He doesn't care, so and he's done it ever since, and it's just great. Like, yeah, that oh, just the elite, um, just yeah, that elite help defense. We have just we haven't had that since Drew, I think. Yeah, um, I agree. And even then, he might even he might even have Drew on on the help defense part of things because Drew was that one on one kind of defender. Um, but yeah, that help defense is just it. It makes defense on for us just so just a little bit easier because you just know he's going to be able to do that but then also get back out to the perimeter if they if they um kick it back out so he's impressing you a lot a lot the three's still got to come the yeah. three balls still got to come and it will it will what do you expect he's he's a young guy who played in the g league i'm not expecting him to get 20 points a game um but coming in get a couple assists couple steals make some shots, make a couple shots, which he's done every every game he's played. He's made a shot or two. Um, some pretty nice ones too. There was a really nice layup he made the other day. It was um, right-handed. I think it was a right-hand layup on the left-hand side of the basket. It was That's pretty, right. Yeah, gave him these pretty, ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a pretty fancy layup. and He's got a bit of a bag there, but it'll, it'll come. He's only young. He's 19. Um, It'll get, it'll get there, and it won't be long before he's probably the starter as well. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly. The, the way, the potential of this kid, I think, is is huge. And that, I think, is what makes it even more, I suppose, tantalising, for want of a better term, is that this kid's, what, 6, 7, 19 years old, hasn't had a full pre, like, off-season yet, um, still learning the ropes of the defence, has inconsistent minutes and starting to really earn them. But three games ago, or two or three games ago, Niron had a triple-double. So you're looking at this guy going, what is the limit? What's the, what's the ceiling of this guy? Because at 19, you're usually having another growth spurt at 20, 21, 22. What's he end up at? Near on seven foot. He goes and puts, he looks like he could put on a bit of, a, bit of size as well. Puts five, ten kegs on. All of a sudden, you're looking at an absolute monster. Like, honestly, and that jump shot, it, there's nothing wrong with the form in that jump shot at all. Um, I think he was taking two shots a game or two threes a game and was hitting half of them. So when that happens, well, that's elite three-point territory. But, uh, you know, you're not saying that he is that, but the, the potential is there. Um, one thing that's really impressed me is his ab- ability to move his feet and fight through screens. And when a big guy comes through to just nail you, he's not afraid of the contact. He's like... Just, just let it, just bring it on. And I think playing yeah. footy growing up and things like that, you know, he's got that toughness where he's like, well, come on, body me. I'm not worried. I'll fight through it. You know, I'm not scared of a bit of contact. We saw one today where, uh, you know, um, the big Stuart come through straight to the paint and Dyson just like let him take it on the chest. He was like, whatever, like, come through me. But, uh, you know, he's, um, he really is tough. I think, and as a 19-year-old, you're either tough or you you pretend to be tough, I think. And this kid has it in spades. He's bold, uh, he's strong, gets rebounds like a mad thing for a point guard. is is really impressive. Uh, and I can't say enough good things about him. I think the sky's the limit, and I think we drafted a really, really good player in Dyson. Um, the fact that he's starting, what, 20 games into his career is, is pretty impressive by any stretch of the imagination. Um one guy who has been, um, I suppose, down reputationally uh, has been Mr. McCollum, CJ. He uh, has come back from the COVID. We can see that there's still 
lacking that lift in his jump shot. Um, one thing he hasn't been doing is like just lofting outrageous amounts of shots, which I think some guys will try to force it. Traditional scorers will just try to try to keep forcing it. Instead, he's been um, passing the ball. 14 assists on five turnovers uh, in the last three games or since his return, which, I mean, that's a great assist-to-turnover ratio. Um, but the jump shot has been, for want of a better term, average, uh, bad even. Uh, what are your thoughts on on CJ? We're, we're waiting. We're waiting for the resurgence. Hopefully it's soon. It, it'll come. It, it, it's it's going to come. We know who CJ McCollum is. Like, he, he's not a rookie. He's been around, yeah. what is it, nine years or something? Mm. Eight years, I think. Like, it, we know what he is. And you can just, you can see, like, he ha- obviously, it, it, COVID's hit him pretty bad um, from all from what yeah. I've seen anyway on Twitter and whatnot. And, and um, not only that, but when he was on with um, on the Hoop Collective and he, and on his, I think it was his own podcast mm. as well, they did a thing in Medjugorje, but um, like he, he said, like he's doing so much stuff because of these other, um, I'm not going to name the players because we don't really need to talk about them mm. on this podcast, but there's been a little bit of crap going on in the NBA that obviously when he's the course, player yeah. association president he has to deal with and you know he's saying at half times he's sending emails and, and all that kind of stuff so I think once once the NBA kind of you know we get to that 30 game mark and start start getting into the rhythm of, rhythm of things and all that kind of stuff can get off his back a little bit and then you know moving moving to the new city as well I don't think he moved uh, completely when he got traded last year. I'm no, pretty sure no. um, they'll still back and forth, you know, and he's got, he's got the baby as well. And I've only got a one-year-old now too, so it's very easy to know what he's going through over yeah. nighttime and stuff. And even if he's not doing a lot of the father duties and stuff, it's still going to be playing on his mind like he's making his partner do a lot of that kind of stuff. But, you know, COVID and you, you start adding it all up and you're like, yeah, there's a few things probably on his mind at the moment. Um, and he's still helping the team, and I, he's still making plays to help the team win. Yeah, it's just his jump shot isn't falling, and he, like you said, he has stopped taking so many shots. Um, I do have a conspiracy of why he started the season taking so many shots. I think I've mentioned it in the group chat about um, maybe that was the whole reconditioning of, or like returning to play scheme for Zion and Brendan Ingram after their off-season surgeries or whatever. Yeah, could be um, You know, instead of doing the, the Clippers land and having Kawhi Leonard play one game every month, yeah. which is riveting for their season ticket holders, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they could have just said to CJ, can you just take a bit of the brunt of the load? You know, I'm sure that might not be the right thing. I'm just a random dude from Australia just making shit up as I'm working. But um, <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Yeah, <laughs> just making it seem a bit bit easier on ourselves, but um, but at the same time too, like Zion wasn't there last year, you know, and you know CJ was, and he's kind of helped us get to the playoffs last year, and that was a pretty big thing, you know. We could have just been in the lottery with the yeah. rest of them, but no, we made it there because of CJ. We can't forget that, you know. If CJ doesn't come, we most likely don't make the playoffs last year, and we're still, even though we could be th- today. Like we are today, the first first seed. 
if we didn't make the playoffs last year, all off season, it would have been the same narrative, you know. Yep. The whole Zion trade, get him out of there, he doesn't want to be there, he's unhappy. But no, CJ pulled us out of that rut. He, he helped change the narrative, and he still is. He still is changing the narrative. He's got a, a national podcast. He's still going on NBA Today. Um, yeah, I just, I just want to... I understand the frustrations with him, but I think we could probably cut him a little bit of slack for a, for a little bit longer. Um, I think he's probably earned that, personally. Um, but I can understand where people come from. Yeah, I think, honestly, you've hit the nail on the head in a lot of, uh, I suppose, points in this. You know, not only has he had to move to a new city, he's had the, I think the baby was like a month old when he got traded, like some crazy young age. He's then had to leave that. He's as Players Association president, he's dealing with some absolute characters, for, I'm going to put in quotation marks, characters around the league who are causing him headaches, to say the least. Um, you know, you're doing that. He played every game up until getting COVID, where, you know, B.I. and Zion were in and out with different injuries, different guys were out at different times. Gets COVID, then has to come back from that while still moving his family to the city. Um you know, he's still doing all the, the press stuff as well. And then that charity that he does with the kids, uh, that press pass that we saw, he, he brings all the kids in to learn how to be journalists. I mean, all this stuff doesn't just happen. He's got the winery, probably not as involved in that as, uh, you know, the, the actual winemakers, but, you know, he's the face of that. There's, a, there's so many plates in the air, and then your shot stops falling, and you're sitting there going, I just want to do my actual job, the one that everyone sees day to day. Um on top of everything else, and when and if you're copying criticism from that, no doubt it weighs on your mind that hang on, I need to perform here because that's what I've been brought here to do. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, it's CJ McCollum. We know what he is. We know what we brought him in for. We're a better team when he plays well. And you know, Willie Green said in the in the post game, he said, um, you know, we're not worried about CJ. He knows who he is. We know who he is and what he can do. So, when you have your coach unequivocally saying no dramas, well, it's got to give you confidence. And as fans, we need to sit there and go, well, while it's frustrating, we aren't losing without, with him playing like this. He's not a double agent in that we are. he's throwing games away. He's actively not. We're winning. So all no, it does is... So. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah exa- exactly. You know, we've had some absolute stinkers for years and now we're getting good players and we're like well be better um and while i'm sure he's also saying to himself i've got to be better so uh, i'm with you i mean i've hammered him um throughout the journey and and said look you've got to be better but when you put things into perspective and context of the greater thing at the end of the day these guys are people while they get paid a, a shit ton of money to play basketball they're still people like anyone else and they get the day-to-day stresses like anyone else does so we just want him to be good. We want him to be great, and I think uh, you know we're unstoppable when he, Bi and Zion play together. Um, Brandon Ingram, we haven't touched on. We haven't seen him. He's he's been a man missing with the with the crook toe. Um, saw him putting shots up before the game, apparently. So maybe he comes back for these Suns games. Don't know whether it's the Friday or the Sunday, but um, it'd be great to have him back. Do you think? Um, I suppose he's chomping at the bit, but what do you think he will bring? I know we've seen what he can do, but what do you think he does to this team when he comes back? Do we just keep going up and up, or do you think there's going to be a bit of a um, 
teething period, a bit of reassimilation? Um, well, I, you weren't in the spaces this afternoon, were you? No. Nah. Yeah, so I don't again. think I don't think Rocky would care if I um if I break the news here, but apparently Rocky was told by Brendan himself that he's not playing Friday, he's gonna be yeah. playing Sunday. Oh yeah. So which is fair. Which is fair. There you go. I don't know, give him a couple of days, but and that could all change as well. You know, you might have a medical miracle overnight, you never know. But um, <laughs> get some ice on it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um so if he comes back Sunday I'd I think, uh, I think he's smart enough. I I think if there was anybody on this team who's happy to um, take a step back, I think it would be, would be Brandon because he doesn't need the ball all the time mm. to get his. You know, he's he is really like. There's a reason why he's worked on his catch and shoot three is because of this reason, and he's knocking them down. Like yeah. he's knocking them out of the park this year. Um, yeah, he's he's more than happy to uh, take a step back. I think. Out of the th- out of the two, obviously him and Zion, I think he would be the more inclined to do so. Um, but he he showed he shown um, I think it was the game before he got injured or what I can't remember what one it was. Zion went for thirty four mm. points or something like that. I think did Brendan have double digit assists that game? Oh, I couldn't very well. It would have been close. There mm. was a game that he only he took his first field goal with a minute to go in the second quarter that's or right yeah splash that he just splashed a mid-range jumper and I was like yeah see he doesn't care like he's just mm. like whatever as long as we're winning because he just wants to win he wants to win basketball games he's not there for his I'm sure they're all there for some sort of accolades but I think he's shown the world last year what he can do and I think his biggest picture is get me to the playoffs and and let me cook in the playoffs because he that's where he will he will shine in the playoffs. He is a playoffs player. Absolutely, and uh, I mean, like Zion said after the game, he says they have so much respect for Zion, uh, for Brandon. You know, I love playing with him. Uh, he was so proud of what he saw. Um, you know, last year where he had to carry the team himself without um, Zion for the whole season, and CJ only at the end. Um, I think great players like to play together, and they just know how to play together. You know, there was this. Um, one of the interviews Zion gave, he said, you know, you get to the end of the game and B.I. looks at Zion, he says, oh, I'll better get this done now. You know, they just finish games off. Those great players step up in those moments. And the playoffs, it's the biggest microscope in basketball. You know, you're under there, that's a pressure cooker. And you saw what he did. He, he took his game to another level. You add Zion to that where all of a sudden he's not getting double teamed every single game or every single possession. I mean... He's probably haven't going to have the easiest season of his of his life this year. So looking forward to to seeing him return. And like you said, well, if he's back Sunday, we're happy with that, and he can take the Suns on the second night of the back to back. So, uh, oh, the second night of the weird schedule, schedule that we've got. Yeah, yeah we played Suns three times in a week or something. But I don't know. So they, they do that for all the other teams to make it easy for them. So it's like, oh, here you go, Phoenix. You can. Yeah, just five new ones and just stay around there for a bit. Yeah. But nah, beautiful time. Is you can go over to LA for three weeks and not sleep in your bed for three weeks. Yeah, you know? exactly. and play two games in those in those three weeks. They're like, oh, but we gave you a rest. You're like, yeah, cheers. But you might just yeah, play the Lakers yeah. and Clippers eight game eight days apart. So yeah, uh, yeah. bizarre. Yeah, that was there. Uh, was uh, I don't know. It's always the way, but. Alas, we uh, we sit atop the Western Conference, which I'm stoked about, honestly. I mean, 
while it might be short-lived and perhaps, you know, so close in the West, you know, teams fluctuating up and down, Grizzlies look great, Suns a bit up and down, but um, we uh, they're still a good side. Uh, Warriors seem to hang around a bit. The Kings have been playing out of their minds uh, for the most part. Uh, Jazz are just... I don't even know what the Jazz are. The Jazz are meant to be tanking, but they're still sixth. Dallas is a good team. Um, there's so many great teams in the West, and Nuggets is another one, despite the uh, the slapping we gave them. Uh, it, it is going to be a tight race, but, I mean, I'm going to hot take you. Yeah, it's probably not a hot take at this point. I think we're as good as any team, and I suppose the record says that, but in the playoffs, I think we could go right to the Western Conference Finals, if not the Finals. I honestly am not... I'm not scared of any team from what I've seen. I think the versatility, the length, the the scoring, the defense has been unbelievable. We keep that going. It's it's the East that I'm scared of, and we'll see them at the end. Um, so, have you got any thoughts on that? Do you think we're we're a contender? Who is it? it's a the, the C word is, is nervous, nerve wracking to say. But do you think? Yeah. Oh, oh, we've made, we've got we've got the first seed. Yeah, we've got the you know I know it's only early in the season, mm. but you know we've got there. We're sixteen and sixteen and eight. Mm. You know we're they're starting to separate a little bit. You know we we've got a little bit of separation now. With I know there's three teams on sixteen wins, yeah. but you know down to the to the sixth seed. You know we've got a we've got two two games or whatever there. You know it's starting to it's starting to level out a bit. Um, yeah, we, we can. I know we've had a few easy teams, but we've also we have versed some harder teams, and you know the we got beat by Boston. Okay, fair enough, but it yeah. wasn't that much. You know, mm. we had a terrible game. We yeah. played terribly, but we didn't get we didn't get completely blown out. You know, we kept it within reason, and that was with us having a terrible game. I think no one in the West scares me. No. Um, it is just Boston and, and Milwaukee because I don't know what to do with Tatum and I don't know what to do with Giannis because they're freaks. Yeah. I mean, he's a Greek freak. He is. He's nuts. He's crazy. Um, but no one in no one in the West really scares me. Um, just looking at it now, going through it, I think Phoenix. We've, we've been with with. We know what Phoenix are going to offer us. Mm. We can. We can. You know. Memphis, kinda, because I don't know something about Jar and versus the Pelicans. He just gets that little bit of extra step. He does, doesn't he? He's got that chip on his shoulder about not being number one. The rest just seem to blow that whistle every time he grabs the ball. Um, but Denver, Denver's never scared me. Um, we've always taken care of Denver. I don't know what it is. It's just we've just had a really good matchup against Denver. I'm, mm-hmm. I kind of actually hope we get Denver in the playoffs because. As good as Jackie Cheese, I just don't know what it is. But even last year, we, I think we had. The, I, I think we had an overtime game last year, and then that game where Herb took over in the fourth quarter and That's just right, yeah, I, yeah, just obliterated them. Um, Utah, Utah's not staying. Come on, yeah, Sacramento, they're just going to be happy to get to the play-in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Darren Fox will be able to keep up this um, hot streak that he's got going. You know, he's always... He's probably going to cool off a little bit. And the only other one's Luca. Yeah. I'm not even going to... Luca. <laughs> he's <laughs> crazy. Nobody on there. Yeah. So, um, like obviously, the, 
trade deadline is going to make a, a big difference. Mm. But for now, you know, we've got this little hard, hard um, little stretch to come. But yeah, I think we can come out of that with a few wins and keep on kicking along. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think we can definitely make the uh, conference finals. Can we make the finals? It'll all depend on health, I think. Yeah, it's the big, it's the uh, the the asterisks above every team almost. But uh, for us, I think it hits hard uh, or hits harder, I guess, just given the the history of the team and um, you know, I suppose the narrative that goes around that you know they can't stay healthy. And so far, we're we're sort of living up to that. And hopefully, we can get rid of those silly injuries at the moment and have those like ones that last a week or three, four games. Have them all now. And then we don't have to have them at the end of the year. And I, I think a lot of these ones, guys would, would play through. I think at the moment, it's like, get yourselves right. We've we're got a decent schedule. We're playing really well. And if you're a little bit sore or you're at 80%, let's get you to 95 to 100 now because we don't want you to carry it all season. Um, whereas I think a lot of teams will say, well, guys will just play through it and be like, yep, no worries. And then you'll see them break down in, in January, February, March, right when you really need them. So um, while it's frustrating to not see all your favourite players out there, it's also good to see um, that player welfare, I suppose, that is paramount for this team and, and longevity. You know, these guys are all, what, 23, 24, 25. They're all locked up on, on long-term deals. Let's not ruin them now. Let's keep them for that sustained success, uh, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so all in all... 16 and 8, top of the West. Uh, good win against Detroit. Aiden, I'd like to thank you for, for coming on the show today. It's been great chatting with you. I appreciate you, you coming on. Can you give us uh, a little shout out as to where you're going, uh, how, where we can find you, what's going on, and uh, anything else you'd like to. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, final thoughts. I think we covered it pretty well, didn't we? I mean. Good time to be a Pelicans fan. Tell you what, um, you know, you got the uh, the Super Dome across the street. Of plenty of seats in the uh, Smoothie King Centre at the at the moment, and that's it's hard for me to say. I'm a Saints fan as well, right? It's a terrible season for the Saints, mm. but you know, if some of those guys want to, or guys and girls, I should say, us Aussies just kind of relate to all of it as guys. I guess. Lump everyone but, in uh, together. Yeah, everyone's just in together on the same thing. But plenty of seats over the Smoothie King Centre that. I'm sure the uh, the Pelicans would uh, appreciate the uh, fans coming in, um, but that's about it for fi- final thoughts. Um, but you can find me at Doc's at Doc's Cards on Twitter and uh, Doc's Cards on Instagram. Bit of a card collector, so um, Twitter's not too. I don't do too much on Twitter. I kind of I think the um, the Pelicans have enough uh, pretty good. Um, Local fans who can can do a better job than than some random Australian fellow, but um, anyway, I'll leave it at that, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, as a fellow random Australian, I'll just try to hold my own on there. And I'll tell you what, we don't use Twitter down here much at all. It is all New Orleans uh, followers that I have. So to all those people out there, continue to listen, and we'll continue to hold it down for the Aussies over here. Um, oh, Aiden, thank you very much for joining us. It's been Absolutely fantastic chatting to you as always. We'll be back in the uh, in the group chat talking shit, no doubt, straight after this. But uh, 
Everyone out there, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank, joined by Aiden Ladocky today. Follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe, and of course, bye for now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.